This is the Summit Life Ministries audio experience. Hi, welcome to the H Changer Show brought to you by Summit Life Ministries. My name is Carmen Furrow. This is Lynn Furrow, my husband and the founder of Summit Life Ministries. Our mission at Summit Life Ministries is to elevate, equip, and empower. Elevate the church's vision to see our identity through God's eternal purpose. Equip believers to live with an eternal perspective and empower believers to live supernatural lifestyles and faith-filled obedience. I hope you're doing great on those. I'm working on those and growing day by day. Um, and this week, our, our series is helping me with that. We're talking about a heart that hears, and we're talking about hearing and And of course, that is responding to God because we don't just hear and then not mix faith with that. But we're talking about hearing the Lord's heart and hearing with our heart. Yes. This is a specialized series that we're doing for the first week of the the new year. And I realized that uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's was was last week. But we wanted to kind of lay... uh, a foundation for us to have the new year kick started for us and I could not as I prayed I couldn't think of a greater thing that I could impart a passion for and to share uh, to for God's people and to God's people um, something that is more relevant than ever before and that is that we develop a heart that hears, develop a hearing heart. So we're going to get back on to the Age Changer series, mm-hmm. which I know has been since you know we, we begun the Age Changer show. And that will be coming to a conclusion. But we're probably going to spend another month on that topic. And then we'll, we'll shift to, to new teaching and new um, content. But we have done this. This is the second time that we've done this where we've interrupted uh, the major teaching themes that we've been on to give you kind of a specialized content. We did The Great Divide, and now we're doing some content that I call uh, Developing a Hearing Heart or a Heart That Hears. But I have shared this content, and we said that yesterday before. Mm But I want to go at it from a little bit different direction because I think that when I have shared this in churches that I've pastored or uh, in Springs of Life where we were just recently serving and when we started to um, going into the pandemic and COVID and, and, and well, it was even before the the derecho, mm-hmm. which for those of you that are unaware, we had a weather event uh, where we live that really rocked our community. It was called a derecho, an inland hurricane. And it really brought devastation. But before that, I think it was just kind of the, the how people were navigating mm-hmm. uh, when we were going through COVID as, as it really started taking a lot of effect on and a toll on people's hearts and their minds and weighing them down and there were a lot of unknown factors out there of how severe this was and to what degree it would have impact and 
schools were closed down, churches were shut down. And I saw people jumping to conclusions. I saw people uh, reacting to certain things. I, I saw other people taking their opinions and inserting, you know, I think God is saying. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about how that social media has created such a large platform that just about anybody can get on there and say just about anything they want. And they can attribute it to God. And so we have what I call a lot of YouTube prophets and Facebook prophets and people that probably should not be given a platform have created their own platform mm -hmm. really out of, uh, out of presumption. So what I did when, when I taught a series last year, it was a, a, a thing of saying, is this the last days? Is this the beginning of the great tribulation? Uh, should we be a people that discern our times and seasons? And truly all those need to be discerned. Is, are we in a period that we would call, you know, the great tribulation? Are we a, in, the, in the weeks and the years that lead mm -hmm. up to the second coming of Jesus? Um, you know, what should we know about the hour in which we live and discern uh, what we should do in the season we're living in. Because mm -hmm. right now, it is January, it's winter. If I told you, darling, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna plow up the garden and I'm gonna start planting some uh, vegetables, you would call, first of all, the family and say- I would say, hurry, hurry quick. Something's <laughs> you, wrong with your dad. You would say, uh, kids, I need you to come over <laughs> and we need to have a family talk. You'd obviously think that I was no longer having the ability to discern reality. Because this is not the season of planting. This is a season of dormancy. It's a time for the, the earth to receive moisture, mm -hmm. not have to produce something to recover from a season of planting and growth and harvest. However, I do see that sometimes the church has gotten into this thing where God comes to us in a certain way and we don't like the way he's, he's doing it because we like the way he's done it in <laughs> times past. And it's like we can never get in step with him in how he is uh, speaking and how he's coming to us and what he's doing. So discerning the times and the seasons to know what we should do that's very important. But the little different direction I want to go. All those things are motivations for people wanting to know. Yeah. And people, they should want to know. They should want to be able to hear what God is saying. Um, knowing what to do, when to do it, how to do it, that's essential. But I... I'm in a moment in my relationship with the Lord, and it's the same way in regards to my worship. It is for the Lord Himself. It is for Him. You know, worship has many, many benefits because, as you know, when you worship God and you're coming into His courts, you experience 
his heart that is directed towards you as you enter in. And so you experience his delight for you and a delight that he wants to put in you as he delights himself in you. You, you experience a gladness, a joy. Um, you know, our family came into town last week and we celebrated our Christmas uh, the week after the actual December 25th holiday. And so we had kids that were near and kids that were far a distance. And, and Carmen and I have been blessed by becoming uh, grandparents. And so we had this snowstorm last week that, that came in. And uh, it, it actually snowed us in all together. And even John and Sarah... They actually stayed all night at our house. Which and, means the grandbaby did too. Which means that Ellie was here as well. <laughs> and, and what a joy it was when she woke up that morning, you brought her in and you brought her around the corner from the dining room. And I was standing there in the, in our entryway. And, you know, my face just lit up with delight as I was celebrating her presence in our midst. Man, God longs for you to come into his courts because he longs for you. He, he desires you. So when he sees you engage in drawing near to him, mm -hmm. He wants to draw near to you. That's that's right out of the scripture. It says, draw near to God. And he runs away from you. He he ignores you. Never. He, he just says, don't have time. I'm too busy managing my kingdom. And it says, you draw near to God. And he draws near to you. And so what I did was, I reached my arms out towards her and Man, what a what a joy it was when she reached when she reaches back when she reached out towards me, mm -hmm. and then when I got her in my arms, she laid her head on my shoulder, which is her way of hugging me. Yeah, and Papa melted into a puddle right there. Oh man, <laughs> I can't get enough Ellie hugs, mm -hmm. and just to feel her come back and lay her head on my shoulder. And I was able to secure her in my heart for her. And I just said, Ellie, Papa loves you. I love you, Ellie. Yeah. That is God's heart towards his people. When he sees us coming, I want you to remember the father in the parable of the prodigal. That prodigal started to step by step moving towards home. The dad was there. And wasn't disconnected. There was something in his heart where he was always longing and looking. Always looking for it. Uh, for the son to come home. Yeah. And so he was looking down that long, lonely road. Of saying, I wish I could see my son walking down that road. Well as he intentionally did that because he had a father's heart. His heart was towards his son. There was a day when that 
lost son started the taking steps back home. But an amazing thing. The dad didn't just stand there stoic with arms crossed saying, I'm going to make him crawl to me. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, or I'm going to turn around and walk back in the house and shut the door. I'm going to make it hard for him. No, that daddy started running, running down that road. And he, and he covered the distance and the ground to get to his son. Mm -hmm. That's why God is in his heart towards us. He really wants us to know. But when I come into my father's presence and you experience his presence and his heart and the expression of his heart that he gives his people, my worship is not based upon what can I get from this experience. No, it's savoring him. You know, I get the benefit of his presence, but I begin to savor his person. I begin to worship him for himself alone. And so it's much the same way for the voice of the Lord. Would it, would it be good info if we knew that we were living in the final years before the second coming and the great tribulation was well, we were going to be the tribulation generation? Yeah. It'd be okay to know, yeah. <laughs> but because it's not God, my focus. Because God wants his people to be informed to know the times and seasons. But I don't want to hear his voice. Just to use him as a newsman. Right, just to use him. That's not. I, I don't want to say, God, you be my newsman mm -hmm. and you give me information uh, to where I'm not, <laughs> I'm not deceived by fake news. So you just be my newsman. You just give me information that you know. You know, God, they talk about uh, in social media platforms and specifically people that like to sometimes get into controversies and conspiracies. They talk about, well, I have my sources. And sometimes the church just has used God as mm -hmm. this, this unseen source to where then they feel like they have relevant information to give an audience of, I know something that you don't know uh, because a source has revealed this information to me. I don't want to use God even as a source even though he is a source, a source for information to where I know things that other people do not know. I just want to know my friend's voice. I want to know my king's heart. Mm -hmm. I definitely want my father's instruction and guidance. And so uh, I want us to move away from secondary motivations and benefits right. of hearing God's voice. And I want you to develop a hearing heart this year, a heart that you, you develop as much as the Holy Spirit empowers you to develop it in the grace of God, simply because you, have, it, it, you can have a greater intimacy with God, which is the goal of all Christian experience.
It's not to make you more gifted, more powerful, more anointed. And, and I want to be gifted and I want to be graced by him and empowered by him. I want to I want to live a life where I'm anointed with fresh oil that I can carry out his purpose. But really, the goal of all Christian experience in life is to have an intimate walk with God, to just walk with him, to be with him for God's sake, for him and him alone. Now, with that exhortation and that motivation guiding us, here's the promise. Mm -hmm. The pure in heart get to see, see God. God. Yeah. The purer our heart, the purer our motive, the more he is able to show and reveal to us. And I know that there is a consummate fulfillment to that promise that Jesus gave us in his message mm -hmm. on the Mount, the, um, the Sermon on the Mount. He said, the pure in heart shall see God. And that's that consummate, ultimate fulfillment of that promise is when we get to stand before him face to face. And we get to know him the way he's known us. That there is no filter of my flesh that could obscure anything of his glory and beauty. But we're going to be able to behold him in all of his greatness and glory and fullness. And then I want to take as much time as he will permit me to be at his feet and to lavish upon him affections that I will now know at a higher level because right now my love is pretty immature and it's weak and it comes to a very broken vessel. But there will be a day when no words will fail me. Um, no emotion will be limited or damaged mm -hmm. but I will be able to love him the way he has loved me and I will be able to express gratitude appreciation and affection and admiration and adoration to the one who has loved us like no one else has loved us but until that day as my heart grows in greater purity I'm able to start seeing things, even on this side, that I was blinded to. I'm able to start seeing that he is in all and he's through all. And that if I can have a greater purity of my heart, my heart begins to see things in a different way. And I see that God, I begin to see God just about in every yeah. aspect of my life. Not just in the big things, yeah. but in the very small things of my life. I see his providential guidance and his unseen hand at work. And I'm able to detect his, his, his hand upon my life 
And I can look back, and I said this on Sunday when I was ministering. I said that not only does it reshape how you view your present and your future, because all of us want to know the future the way God sees our future. And we also want to, we want to understand how God is working in our present. But Carmen, one of the greatest things as he changes our heart and we're able to have a, a seeing and a hearing heart, it even changes our past. Where I think that many of the, the things that I thought were a complete loss mm-hmm. or a complete failure or something that um, God was a million miles away from that moment that he wasn't, that he was right there and he was at work. And even though I may have not have been cooperating with him, my lack of cooperation did not discourage his heart because he sees me as a finished product and he never gives up and he never lets go. Well, guys, thank you for allowing me to share it. And we're not, (laughs) haven't got really even into a single scripture, but I want you to, to say, God, I value your voice for your voice alone. I want to hear you because I want to hear the voice of God. And I value that above any and all other things. I loved your phrase that the goal of all Christian experience is intimacy with God. Knowing God, that's where it's, it's like where we start. And it's also just what we continue to grow in and what, what our end game is to That's know right. God, to know him more fully. And we're being changed so that we can know him. We're being stretched to know him. We're growing to know him. And we have closer fellowship with him. It's good. Thank you. Um, if you would like more information about Summit Life Ministries, you can go to summitlifeministries.com. You can also in that place, if it, if you're having trouble finding videos, there's a video tab and you can access all the videos in order right from summitlifeministries.com. If you would, please like this video and share it um, so that way people who you have a relationship with um, on social media will be able to see this where maybe they wouldn't be able to get it from um, the other people who are sharing this message. Um, also, if you have questions or if you have comments about what you're hearing, about what the Lord is speaking to you. Maybe you have an insight that you'd like to share. Please use the comment section below and share those with us. It encourages us, and we would like to respond to any questions that people have, which we try to do on Fridays. So uh, um, if you can also check us out on other social media things or share, like, subscribe on um, the YouTube channel, the Facebook, and the Instagram. That would also help us. Thank you for encouraging us and helping us. Some of you have been communicating with us and encouraging us just that that you're listening, that it's encouraging your walk with the Lord and you're being strengthened by it. And we appreciate hearing that. We're in this together and we pray that God bless you today and that you feel his presence in your
What's up, everybody? This is Josh Furrow from the Summit Life Ministries team. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, and have a blessed week.